Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Sunday Q&A, which this week is being recorded on Friday afternoon, Friday evening, about five o'clock. So if you comment coming after that, sorry it didn't get printed, I'll deal with it next week. Amazon, fantastic people. Delivery driver's got a lot of time for them. Um, shot in the garden, despite the fact it's not that warm, because I finished early today, because I've got a crack on my windscreen the size of a saucer. It's like that. Something hit me, and I'm going, oh, that's scary. So I can't get that done on um, Tuesday now. So I've, I'm thinking, I might get a long weekend in here. So I've been busy. I've been busy this afternoon. This afternoon, also, the reason we're out there, it's afternoon. I've done that. For some bizarre reason, I said, this is something to do with a child. Um, again, why are these lips on? Um, I've got a bath in our back garden, and the missus wanted it for the lavender, which sounded like a bit of a task, but actually it wasn't that bad. If you stuff it full of plastic bags, it doesn't need that much soil, and uh, so I'm very pleased with my results there. Anyway, got nothing to do with career driving that, nothing whatsoever, but still, gardening, very pretty. So, what we've got to do this week, right, um, intro. Um, I am now, as I've said before, doing the stuff with a circuit mob. I'm happy to do the stuff with a circuit mob. I think their app is very, very good. A few of you think it's a little bit dear, but I, I think for the money, it's, it's worth it. So I'm now doing videos for them. They've got their own channel, and I'm out there. So if you can follow, I'm going to do a link. I'm going to try and put the link up there now. It might not be quite so easy, but if you follow that link, there's more videos of me. <laughs> What's not to like? Even more me. Sorry. But yeah, no, there are more videos, and it's, it's more about that that side of things, particularly if you're on the Amazon or if you're on the Hermes or on the Argos or on a Parcel Force, much more about um, multi-drops, more about getting the load on, getting it on properly, getting it off quickly. There's some decent tips on there. It's not just me. There's some other bits and pieces on there. But if you follow the link, and if you please subscribe, be much appreciated. I'll be doing the odd video there and then, but there'll be other people on there as well. So if you're that kind of person, you're in the career thing, I think it would be worth getting on that channel. It's pretty new at the moment, but I think content's going to be coming on fairly, you know, hard and fast. So please subscribe if you can. And, uh, and of course, I will be asking you guys for advice. Occasionally, they ask me questions, and I don't know the answer because, as I've said before, I am not Mr. Multidrop. But yeah, if you guys can help, this is what this is what it's for. Truly appreciated. So, what we do this week? Um, the best package on the CX. I said, I said all the way before, start small. Don't, 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 don't want to be all the gear no idea. Don't go in thinking that you're going to be um, DHL or parcel forces. But if you can, start some small man in a van, like, you know. Um, so, questions. So, uh, Danny Boy, operator owner, he's, he's out there, he's doing the same thing. He's, he's, I, see, I, I assume you've got your licence now because he was... Um, he was an interim. He applied for it at the same time as me, so I guess he's out there doing the thing. Good advice. He agrees. Fantastic. So it's not just me then. Um, Art Newman says, he says, uh, yeah, apparently CX did uh, stop doing the six-month packages now. It's like the year-month package. He said, I started a month back and could only do 12 months. And he said, the question for the Q&A, uh, when jobs come up on the CX with multiple collections deliveries, how do you price it? Still buy mileage or charge a bit extra per drop? I did do one recently on... 
Um, I think on the pricing thing, there is a video on pricing. It's not it's not a hard and fast area. You don't really want to do on the mileage. It's one of those things that you'll do. You want um, a set rate as a minimum, and then so much per mile, and then also how much you would charge per drop. And you calculate whichever you do the free calculations and whichever one comes in the most that's the one you go with so that's clear as mud but i'm sure I'd, maybe i'll have to maybe i'll do your video on that one to see if we can um maybe that deserves a video on its own so uh chris c he said always worth asking for deals on what they can do he got 12 months he got 15 months for just over 750 pound plus fat when he signed up he didn't say when he did sign up but he's dead right as i say all the way through if you sign up if you say i watch the videos Pete says if you recommend someone, you get a free month. He says he doesn't want his free month. He wants me to have his free month. Can I have his free month, please? They'll give you it or they won't. Um, Sean Gilmartin, who's a new subscriber to the channel, has done a few um, interesting comments. Thanks, Sean. Good to have you on board, mate. He says, um, I believe that the rates, the, the, the rates and coronavirus things gone down he says you know talking about whether you should be on CX or not the trouble is saturation with the market over the last 20 years means everybody's rates are unsustainable I did this one out the conveyor the conveyor belt falls don't quote too cheap you will you'll come unstuck um he says, as a career driver at your bottom of the pile, difficult place to negotiate from. He says, I've been in the game since the early 90s he's got a CX number six eight something 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 that's a while ago for me like you know mine's 15 in the 15. 15, what, 150, something, something, something. And now it's, I think it's up to 200, something, something, something. So I'm, I'm starting to look like the um, seasoned professional. I'm just pulled for the laughter to finish there and then sort of. Um, he also goes on to say, I'm getting 90p a mile sub in direct. He's been sub in direct for 15 years, going a long wheelbase. However nice the shippers are, the rates are suppressed. End user customers are the way forward. You can get more money out if, if you're loyal and you do a decent job and you turn up on time. You can charge them in a long wheelbase, 150 a mile, and they won't want anybody else because they'll want you. Because they know if you turn up, you'll pack it correctly, you'll turn up on time, it'll get there because they use you all the time. So I'll keep going on, end users are the way forward. But um, And Jordan Lockwood says, he said, um, he, said they, he said they tried to get him on the biggest package because he mentioned he had a multi-drop business. He said, I tried explaining that I wanted to join the CX just for me, myself, and the other drivers are sold in multi-drops and will be used nothing to do with the CX. He said, that not to mention 95% have only got cars. He said, but they're having none of it. Still waiting for a call from the manager. Jordan, in your particular position, I would weigh it up, you know, to find out how much is the difference between small fleet and owner-driver and maybe consider it because, you know, there aren't, there aren't that many car jobs. There aren't, but if they've got the right insurance... You could get them on small van jobs. That's something to talk about with the CX. Say, so, okay, the guys have got cars. That's what I'd say to them. I'd say, my guys have got cars. Can they do small van jobs? And if they say no, go, what's the point of selling it then? That's what I would say to them. So you're selling me something that then you tell me I can't use. That's what I would do. Go back to them with that. Maybe that would be enough to swing it the other way. Again, nothing to do with me. I have nothing to do with the CX. I just happen to be on it. So, right. Uh, right, we also did one this week on losing the DigiCard because like a complete clown when I passed my test and he said, do you want me to send the driving licence off? I said, yes, please, and handed in my DigiCard, which means I then had to run the truck for three days on Taco Printouts, which is fine. You're allowed to do that. So I did a printout at the beginning of the day, printout at the end of the day, wrote it all down. It's all cool. But 
Losing your digicard. There's only one on this. Uh, domain name guy says, he said, it almost happened to me, so I left my digicard in the truck at the end of the shift. Because um, uh, he's working for different companies. Um, next day, he went to put his digicard in the taco, realised it wasn't there, realised he'd left it. Fortunately, not in a very not, not particular area, and both companies talked to each other, so one company rang the other, went and picked it up. He says, also, he says, as a rule, if you leave your digi-card in the taco, the next driver has to remove the card to insert theirs. You can't fit it in otherwise, only fits one card in. If they give your card to the transport office, then happy days. If they leave the card in the truck, the truck could be 200 miles away, which is no good to you. So if you are on um, agency or something like that, and you go to your digi-card and you find that someone else's is in there, when you plug it out, just stick it in the transport office and say, um, just going to leave this here. <laughs> you know, Put it in the glove compartment. Not a lot of trucks. So thanks for your advice on that one, um, to my own guy, as usual. So, so now we're on the miscellaneous, which now I've separated into two. There's miscellaneous truck and then miscellaneous normal, because a lot more truck is coming up. So miscellaneous on the truck. Uh, Dermot O'Brien says, he says, well done, mate. He said, I failed my um, first test on the class two, passed first time on the class one. Always remember, he says, don't be knut, take the shunt. I don't think it's supposed to say canuts. I think you hit the button. <laughs> I can understand it. In fairness, I was prepared to take a shunt because you are allowed when you do your reversing manoeuvre to um, go forward and backwards and forward and backwards. But I thought, when I saw the guy mess it up before me, I thought, I'm going to get this right first time. And I got it. And I was, I'm going back and I'm thinking, I am bang on. I thought, I'm just going to double check. I was going to jump out of the truck and double check. And the guy went, don't bother. And that's when I thought, I could do this. At least I'm not stuck in the test centre. I'm on to a winner here. So uh, John Fennell says, congratulations, Pete, on getting your class two. Omar's nut was my friend. He said he's got his class one, but he says, I'm not going back into a class one. This is my mate John from Ireland. Um, he says, I'm fed up with idiots wanting to squeeze um, an Arctic into a space you couldn't squeeze a van into. Still loving the van. Still has his two clients. Still doing London and a few other jobs. Have I tried the Irish whiskey yet? And was it any good? Have I tried it? <laughs> Mate, that's gone. And yes, it was lovely. Very, very nice. I had a, tend- a bit of a Highland Park tendency about it, which is one of my favourites. Really enjoyed that. Yeah, so, um, and like I say, John Fennell is my man in Ireland. He regularly comes, takes loads back from Ireland he, he does that, like runs from Manchester down to London, then he goes back again. So if you've got anything that needs shipping back, his long wheelbase to Ireland from England, I know a guy. Just leave the comment, just leave them at your message in the comments. I'll put you in touch with him. He's a nice geezer. And he's one of those guys, proper switched on, vans tidy, everything secured, clean, no problems, you know. So I can highly recommend him. Um, yeah, God bless you, Susan. Uh, it's uh, C11, Ian. Hello, mate. He says, always, but we're going like to buy a van. He said, buying a truck. Always buy the best vehicle at the lowest price. Maybe an entry-level Euro 6 18-ton you can find. Um, I'm actually looking. I'm thinking about this. I mean, I've been looking at the Euro 5s, and I'm thinking, they're so much cheaper than the Euro 6s. How many times am I going to go into the zone, and how do I need to justify it? Then, but then today, or was it two days ago, driving through Birmingham, 1st of June, that's emissions. Glasgow's coming. Manchester's coming. Um, I'm just thinking... Do I want it? And there's a Scania out there. There's three, in fact. And I've always wanted to drive a Scania. <laughs> if it was a market trade, I used to look at them on the motorway going, I'd love to drive one of those. Um, and I don't even know if it's Euro 5 or even Euro 4. It's a 2009 plate. But the thing is, it makes no difference to me. Okay, it might be a bit more juicy. The parts might be slightly more difficult. But on the whole, I kind of like the older trucks because the new ones are so computerised that to fix them, you know, or, or something goes slightly wrong with the sensor and the whole thing lights up like a Christmas tree. I'd almost rather have an older truck. Um, 
I'll, I'm going to have a look at it. It's not beyond the realms. It's not too dear. So anyway, I'll keep you informed. Watch your space. Um, and we say, <laughs> we go on to tracks again. Domain name guy says, the difference between a seven and a half ton, a class and a class two is the extra step. <laughs> In a truck, I was, um, you know, you got the third, you got, um, two steps going to class two. And three, what is it? One into a class, presumably a seven and a half ton. Two into a class two. Three steps into an Arctic. Although the Merc that I looked at the other day had three steps going up. And it was a bit tricky because they were sort of over here. You had to sort of angle your body to get in. It was a bit weird. But, um, yeah, still on the, uh, I'm still on the running there, but I'm kind of thinking about scanning him. Um, Kenneth McKenzie, another new guy to the channel. Welcome to the channel, Kenneth. He says, um, hi Pete, what about retrofitting a Euro 6 system to a van or seven and a half ton? I actually, I don't know about, now, but when they first started talking about this emission zone thing, that's when I had Shirley, that's when I had the IV cut back when I was on the markets, and it was sell the truck and get a new truck, I thought, I don't want to do that, that's dear, or put a catalytic converter on it, and I put a catalytic converter on it, and I think it cost me about one and a half grand to put this catalytic converter on, and it never ran the same again. Well, you had to, maybe I didn't change the filters as often as I should, but eventually it blew up. And I hate it. The truck was absolutely fine. That truck would have done a million miles, put the cat on. I always said, if I had a pop boat, pop group, well, I did, it was called Wibble Wibble back in the day, but we won't go there. I was saxophone player. Um, and um, if I ever bought an album, I would call my, uh, my first album A Cat Killed My Shirley. Because the catalytic converter that I fitted to my first truck, who was called Shirley, blew the thing up. That's, that's, the, that's the album name. Um... T says, um, have I thought about getting forks on the back of a truck? To save your bags of times, you could drop it um, anywhere, especially handy in rural or city drop sites. In my experience, you can do more with a Mantu or a Moffat if you're looking at it. The problem is this. Whichever vehicle you have, it's not going to be the right one for the job. And yeah, I have that. And if you have got a truck with forks on the back, you can get a lot of money for that job. But if you're out on a job with the forks on the back and a job comes up, it's got to go on a bay, it can't. It's got a fork truck on the back of it now, hasn't it? Or if a job comes up where, um, oh, I'm just thinking of other jobs. The pain is that that is the pain. That suddenly, by having the fork truck on the back, and you've got the extra weight, although on an 18 ton, that doesn't really matter too much. But um, once you put the fork truck on the back, all the jobs that you can do, suddenly there are jobs that you can't do. So I have thought about it, but... Um, at the moment, I'm just happy just to get in. Let's just get up and running first. You know, one problem at a time. So, Steve Campbell says, oh, this is good news. Uh, he says, the time limit on the theory test is irrelevant now you've passed. You don't need to do another theory to do your class one. That's good. Because I was thinking, if I've got two years, I'm not in a rush to do my class one. We don't need it. We're in 18 tons, that's what we do. But... Um, I kind of thought, well, I don't mind doing me medical again. That's easy. That's like however much that is, turn up and cough. I don't I have to go through that thing about revising everything and turn up and doing a test. This doing the testing is proving to be a bit of a pain, but if that stands, that's great. If all I've got to do is do the medical, then do the training and then do the exam, that makes things a lot easier. So thanks for that, Steve. Uh, Lee Westcott says, are you allowed to drink alcohol if you're parked overnight in lorries? Grey area again, as far as I understand it. And once I know if you guys out there know better than me, because I would like to know this, because sometimes I am on... Um, I mean, normally I try and get myself a space and get myself a travel lodge or a day's in or something, but I have slept overnight in, in the laybys, and if I get my class two with a bed, I'm about to be sleeping in them even more. Um, they seem... What was said to me a little while ago was if you're parked up and you've got, you've got it on break and you've done your daily hours and you've got your curtains shut, they tend to leave you alone. 
But that's not to say, according to the law, I believe, if they decide to knock on the door and you open and you've had a couple of beers, they are within their rights to go, have you got your keys on you? Which, of course, you have. Breathe in this bag and they can do you. I would like more information on this because I'd like to feel safe about it. Otherwise, you just don't have a drink, do you? You know. So, um, But, you know, after you've finished a long day, if you fancy a couple of beers, it would be nice, wouldn't it? So, But I, I, I believe, technically... No, you're not allowed to have a drink when you're in control of a vehicle or you've got the keys on the vehicle. But if you've got the curtain shut, they will tend to leave you alone. Those that know better than me, please let me know. I would like to know. Um, Barry Fun says, Hi, Pete. Would it be possible to 50 grand a year with a Class 2 curtain? Barry, yes. Absolutely. I mean, on on driving on um, an 18 ton class 2 we look to try to bring in try to bring in doesn't happen some sometimes get a bit more it's been tough lately but you you want to try and bring in about 500 quid a day that's 2,500 pound a week even if you take out one and a half grand's worth of X's in the form of tax wear and tear diesel all that kind of stuff you should be able to make a grand a week in a class 2 truck but then having said that if you get it right you should be able to make a grand a week in the loot and with a uh, curtain side you might have to tramp out a bit but it is possible and you can do it with a lot less aggravation end of the day the choice is yours um, as MKL says he says does anyone else think it's easier to just use a Luton no tacos no transport manager no driving hours it is what it is there's more money in trucks and um, I'm running trucks that seems to be through better luck than judgment that's just the way it came about but um, you do you at the end of the day I would say if you're thinking about getting into a truck to do it for money start with a loot and with a tail lift if you like it then go through the pain of um, operators licenses transport managers all that kind of stuff um, one guy did ask me he said do I need um, I think it was Kenneth wasn't it Kenneth McKenzie he, he watched the video all the way to you that's my phone I'll get through this um Hello, love. Um, yeah, you know, it's, it's, it's painful. It's involved getting in there. So, right, we're going through the uh, general miscellaneous. Now, as T says, he says, you can now sign up for the auto pay on the Runcorn Bridge Crossing. Handy for, oh, yeah, I've done that before, and we, we got fine. Uh, handy for going to Liverpool to Cheshire to Wales. So, auto pay everything you can. Auto pay cities, zones, everything. Just sign yourself up. It just means that if you go in there accidentally, you don't know, you won't get hit by a fine. Although normally the first time you go in, you'll get a warning. Um, but just oh, I pay everything you can. He also says, a good piece of advice, he says, with traffic wardens, I've always found if you spot one near where you're going to drop, explain to them where you're dropping, where you think is best to park, and ask them their opinion for the best place for the job, usually they'll be fine. You Also, you can ask for special dispensation from the council through, uh, through them. They can provide a number for multi-drops, apparently. My father-in-law's got this great philosophy, which is brilliant, and it's worked for me. It's opening line is, I wonder if you can help me. If your opening line is to ask people for help, they normally it dissolves a lot of situations. I, the amount of times I use it when I get on site, go up to see the fork truck driving there looking at you, go, mate, I wonder if you can help me. Suddenly it makes them feel all, poor, all important and powerful because you're asking them to help. You're just like, please help me. And then suddenly they soften 90% of the time. Wardens are the same. If you ask them for their help, they might just give you that little bit of extra time, you know? So... Um, Connie Crookson says, oh, I'm doing the broadband speed thing. He said, broadband upload speed. He said, I've got unlimited data on my phone contract. Hotspot for upload is the same speed as my download speed. I've tried doing that. I've tried uploading the videos directly from the phone rather than doing it from the Wi-Fi. Same problem. It might be something to do with YouTube. It might be something to do with something there. So I don't know. But thanks for the advice anyway, mate. But 
Uh, Steve Campbell says, congratulations on passing my class too. Thanks, Steve. Uh, he's up there in Newcastle. He said, I thought I'd just let you know I'm still a free man. I didn't realise you are going back in again. Don't go back in again. You've been inside enough. Um, he says, um, not been sent back to Nick. He said, I've been very busy with a new job on the class ones. He said, there don't seem to be enough hours in the day or enough days in the week. And he said, my dad wishes we didn't have the um, finance lease on the van. Like I said, if you don't need to do it, don't do it. Buy yourself a cheap van. Lease the van when, you, when all the money's pouring in. And then you can get yourself a nice new motor. When you're starting off, well, just I, I just hate it. I, I'm, I'm like I say, I could go and lease up the truck, and I'm pretty sure that I could easily pay for it. But I just, the money, it would hurt me. Every time watching that money out of the bank every month, go, how much? Time to spend that. Is that nice? Can you own for that? It's not too dear. 2009, it's all right. Do too many miles that night. Um, Lee Westcott says, I've got a Jeep and a car transport trailer. Just wondering, is there any work on the CX moving vehicles or caravans? There is some, there's not much. I think there might be other sites out there for that kind of stuff. But on the whole, car transporting jobs might come up once in a blue moon. So honestly, if you're joining the CX thinking that that's the way forward, no, I wouldn't. Um, Louis Spencer says, uh, he said, Pete, can you realise, now we said, can you earn 1K in, in a lorry? Yes. Can you earn 1K in a little van? If you go for it, you can. Can you earn 1K per week after fuel expenses in a small van in a good area like the Midlands? Or is it more Lutons, long wheelbase of Lutons? It's going to be very tough to earn a grand a week just off the CX. If you've got your own end-user customers, then you can possibly, if your end-user customer's job isn't timed, you can co-load, then you've got a much better chance. We, a guy asked me a question about co-loading, mate. I'm going to do your video this week. Um, but, yeah, but to actually make that kind of money just in a small van, it's possible. Like I was going on about Aram's, the best small van job. One day he, took, he got over 400 quid. But it's a once-in-a-blue-moon thing. On a whole, in a small van, you're going to be looking at bringing in about 100 quid a day. 150 if you're lucky. Do that five days a week. And you've got to take your diesel and your insurance, your wear and tear out of it. So the short answer, mate, I would say if that, that's, there are ways of doing it, but to, just to do it alone on the CX, it's going to find that very tough. Um, Kish Cash says, what about small van? Well, I hope that explains things. I did do a video on small vans, if I do a link. Do a link. Wizard. Oh, Merry Christmas. No. Um, I've lost sidetracked myself again. Anyway, coming back to it. Um, Ian Merrick, he says, you mentioned the courier market, Pete. He said, I had a chat with the Advertising Standards Authority. He's on it, this man, I tell you. He said, recently regarding courier sites claiming Bing membership and having loads of jobs but not delivering. No pun intended. Ding. Too honest. Um... They said it's just like the ads on TV where you see the small print at the bottom of the screen, 85% of women out of 120 agree their wrinkles were visibly reduced. Yeah, I know used to say that sometimes with 40 people they asked on the advert. I think what, they asked people around the office? They ain't going to say no, they want to keep their jobs. He said, um, so if you're feeling a bit miffed at handing over your cash for promotional Terio that didn't have an asterisk at the bottom saying, by the way, we haven't got any jobs really, but we suspect you're a desperate pandemic and all that, consider filing a complaint. I'm just going to write it off. You know, it's a shame, isn't it, really? Because if they were good, I'll be on it telling you they were good. I don't know if it was Courier Market or... No, it was returnloads.net we used. Nothing. Claims nothing. Couldn't find anything. So, honestly, if it was my advice, it was a waste of time for me. Whether it's you might know better, but um, for me, no good. Uh, James186. Oh, that was the one we come to. He said, hi, Pete. Is co-loading on a CX prohibit full stop? So I accept a job on a CX and from a non-CX customer offers me a job? No. It's not probably before stop, but James186, I will do you your own video because I think that is worth drawing to attention. And uh, Kenneth McKenzie says, Hi, Pete. 
Is there not a system for attaching a tail lift so you can weigh pallets as you load them? Or a portable scale you can place on the ground and place the pallet on it to weigh it? If not, someone should invent one. Franz knew something about this. There was another question on there. Oh, there it goes. Um, and it was something you can put under your axle. And there is a way if you can actually... The problem you've got is your, it's both a blessing and a curse. In the fact that if, it, if they weigh you on, and then you suddenly know that you're 100 kilos overweight... If you run, you're 100 kilos overweight. You might have to turn that job down. Sorry, I can't take it. Get the 20 quid cancellation fee. If you don't know you're 100 kilos overweight and you do the job and you and they stop you and say, look, in all, due, in all due respect, I thought it was fine. They go, they'll weigh it. And I go, we can't expect you to know that it was 100 kilos overweight. They'll let you go. So do you want it? Do you want a camera on your dashboard? Do you want a camera to say that you're driving fine? Do you want a camera to see what you're doing when you're driving? Do you want to spy on your drivers? Do you think that that will inspire um, confidence and faith among them? You choose. You do you. I'm saying nothing. Um, and also, oh no, that one we've actually done. Right, okay, so finally, in conclusion, uh, Kenneth McKenzie. Once again, welcome to the channel. So he said, love the vlogs, the vlogs keep them coming. The Tesla Semi is £110,000 with a range of 300 miles. Thoughts? My thoughts are, I'm thinking just over spending over 5k on a Scania. I think you can take your Tesla Semi, Semi and you can put it somewhere for another 20 years until technology catches up and it's considerably cheaper. And then I won't think about it then. I will get the right tool to do the right job right now, not the right tool to do the right job in 2070. I'm very environmental. I plant the garden. I recycle all my food. When it comes down to trucks, I'm having to run a diesel at the moment. I ain't got a choice. And Ian Merrick says, because I did the video on my best day ever, he says, loving the commentary during loading the forks. Sounds like a golf, a golf commentary. Dave is approaching the curtain side from about three yards. The wind is a, a light northeasterly. The crowd are silent. Dave lowers the fork. It's on! The crowd go wire. Dave will be happy with that one now. Back to the studio for analysis. Mate, that's golden. I should maybe stick that one on the next time. I'm going to do that. The next time I actually see a fork truck driver loading, I'm going to stand behind him going, oh, it's a close one. Oh, he's coming up to the edge of the truck now. Brilliant. Guys, it's the Bank Holiday weekend, so I'm going to have a rest now. Like I say, it's recorded Friday. The missus has just got back from work. I'm going to go and have a beer. But, um... And I'm getting my own wind screen fixed on Tuesday, so I don't even have to go to work till Tuesday, maybe Wednesday. So um, I am going to take care and drink lava. Have a good bank holiday. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.